my children are my mirror. Hands down. They will literally say, well, mommy, you shouted. And then, like you said, I have to catch myself. And I have, oftentimes I have to apologize because the reality is this. If you can also teach your child or children that when you do something wrong, even as an adult, you can say, I'm sorry. It's every little thing that we do that we're teaching our children. Today's episode is presented by The Skin Store. For over 20 years, The Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skincare, hair care, and beauty products. With over 8,000 different products from 300 different brands, The Skin Store has you covered for all your hair, cosmetics, supplements, and of course, skincare needs. Find your favorite brands like Elta MD, New Face, Olaplex, and more all in one place with gifts with every purchase. Right now, the Skin Store is offering my listeners 20% off your next purchase by using the code POD. That's code P-O-D for 20% off your next purchase at skinstore.com slash pod.list. Skin Store, have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. Exclusions apply. Hey friends, welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. I am your host, Lawan Moses, and I am a mom on a mission to help you master your mindset and own your time so you can make space in your busy life for your dreams and goals. Join me each week for tangible tips, tools, and strategies that you can use to show up as your personal best in motherhood, business, and life as well as inspiring interviews from moms just like you who are sharing their stories of triumph in order to uplift, encourage, and empower you on your journey. At More Than a Mother, we believe you can pursue your dreams and be a great mom at the same time. We are helping you truly step into your own and find the freedom to do more of the things you love and enjoy without feeling guilty or overwhelmed. Today, I am bringing you a very special episode, which is an Instagram live replay that I recently did with Sharita Thompson of They Changed Me. Sharita is a Christian wife and mom, and she is very passionate about pouring into marriages and pouring into families. We sat down on IG Live and we talked about the importance of putting things of value within our kids and recognizing that what we put in our kids is what we are going to get out, whether that is spiritual, educational, life skills, whatever the case may be, recognizing the importance that do as I say, not as I do is not always the right mentality. In this episode, we really tackle the importance of the what that we pour into our children and also just modeling by example. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. Thank you so very much for having me. I'm still trying to get my drops in my eyes. They are super red. Oh, wow. And I have to keep my glasses on. (laughs) It's okay. I understand. I have my glasses on all the time. (laughs) So how are you tonight, Sharita? I am doing well. I am doing well. How how are you doing? How was your day? It was busy, but I am doing well also, and I'm excited to have this conversation with you. But before we dive in, do you want to just go ahead, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. That's what I was doing before you hopped on. (laughs) 
Hi guys, so my name is Sharita Thompson. I am the owner of They Change Me blog. I am a mom, I'm a Christian, and I am also an author. My book that I just released, what, maybe about a month ago, is the title of it is They Change Me, The Transforming Power of Unconditional Love. I guess everything is just surrounding about They Change Me. My page for, on Instagram is They Change Me on Pinterest is they change me. <laughs> I guess I'm not as creative. Hey, it's about keeping things simple and that way everybody can everybody can easily find you. So it doesn't have to be very creative. So I was telling everyone that tonight we're gonna be just talking a little bit about parenting and about what you get out is what or what you put in is what you're gonna get out. And so we can just go ahead and just jump right into this conversation. It was kind of sparked by a conversation that you and I were having about our children and just the different things that we were seeing come about within them and the importance of kind of how we nurture our children a certain way. And that is what we start to see the fruits of that as they continue to grow older. So I don't know if you want to go ahead and just give your thoughts on that and we can just start right there. Well, I, I think one of the things, um, I, you know, growing up, I, I'm, I'm Jamaican. I was born and raised in Jamaica. And, um, you know, there is a certain way that we were parent. And so I, I kind of had that mentality coming into being a parent. There's a certain way that we have to do things and say certain things. And um, your children are supposed to listen. There's just no question about it. That's just how it is. The parents taught the children listen. And so um, I had to learn um, along the way, and I'm still learning every day that um, though some of those ways were pretty good, um, we're living in a time where you as parents, not something that we were raised to believe that the parents adopt, um, parents will have to adopt to the children. No, not really. It's a parent's way or it's a highway. And so um, I'm learning that I have to change certain things in order for me to be um, the best version of who Christ would want me to be as a mom. And so I realized then, like I mentioned to you during our conversation, is that even if you're looking at it from a spiritual perspective or you're looking at it from an educational perspective, whatever you put in, that's what you're going to get out. I do believe um, in education. And when I often tell people about education, they say, but most of us do believe in education. Yes, I agree. Most of us do. But I also know that, again, it goes back to my culture. As children, we are at three years old, you start school. Here at three years old, you're in daycare. That's not how it is back home. You're actually in school where you're learning to write and do everything. And when I came here, I realized that, oh, it's a little different from what, from how we were raised. And so um, I decided, my husband and I, that I would be a stay-at-home mom. And so taking what I learned from back home, I decided to do that with my children. And by the time my son was um, one year old, some people might think it's over the top. He was on a full schedule in terms of he would wake up, he would have potty time, he would have breakfast, he would have worship, and he would go to school. Pretty much, he had a full schedule every single day. Has that paid off? Absolutely, yes, it has. Uh, but is it just what I put in? Absolutely not. I do believe that God has blessed my children with um, some, some exceptional gifts. And so you see that though. So the only thing I have done is add to what God has given to them. But I see, I see the, um, the result of starting very 
early academically as well as spiritually with my children. And so I'm already reaping that benefit as a parent and that joy as a parent. Right. And it's good that you're in the position that you were able to do that. You said as a, you guys decided you would be a stay at home mom, which I think is great. And that you were able to be in that position to educate your children at an early age. And as you said, there are cultural differences because here in the United States, there is the school system that doesn't start until kids are like five or six. So it's good that you were able to do that and pour that in. And also you recognize that everyone is not in those same situations because our children take different routes. We all have different lifestyles. A lot of us are working or doing many different things. So I even can speak from just being on the end where my kids, when they were little, they were not in, they were in daycare, but it still goes into what you're putting in. Cause I always, when my kids were little, I would talk to them in full sentences, just really communicate with them. And then like my one daughter, she, as soon as she started talking, it was like full sentences, subject, noun, verb, agreement, and everything. And I really think that that speaks to how kids can be educated at an early age. Absolutely. And again, it's about taking that time and just paying that attention and as you said that a lot of kids have different spiritual gifts and different gifts that they have so you're able to nurture those in different ways and pay attention to those because God gives us all gifts and it's great that when we recognize them and can really pour into them and I think it's important as we see just kids continue to grow as they continue to get older we start to see kind of those things just start to come out the benefits of putting those positive messages in that education the spirituality, whatever it may be, we kind of see those benefits as the kids are growing older and it's coming out in them more and more. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like you mentioned, you touched on it, that every situation is different. I know there's a lot of working moms who, um, you know, might not have that. I call it a luxury and a blessing to be a stay-at-home mom. And when you have one, two, three kids or even four and you can still um, that's a decision a couple makes that the mom stays home or even the father staying home to educate and nurture the children. That is, that's, that's just a blessing in and of itself. But um, for me, I often tell people, I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom. And somebody might ask, what do you mean by that? Because I said, I recognize the blessing of having the opportunity to just be home with my children. And so when you're home, the expectation is different. You have to be learning. You're not going to sit around and just play on the tablet or just have fun and just run around. And that is good for kids. It's, I'm not taking anything away from them. But I also realize that as young as the baby in your arm, they are learning. And so when I mentioned to you that what you put in is what you're going to get out, as young as this baby is learning, because when you tell the baby to stop or don't do something, whatever it is that we say to our baby, sometimes we see that they respond based on what we say, right? It's the same thing. So if the child is one and we teach them, that's why we teach them colors and shapes and they're learning, which means they have, they said kids are like little sponges, right? They absorb, they just keep absorbing. So if you're putting in, you're putting in, and if it's good, but remember, if it's bad that goes in, bad is going to come out. If it's good that goes in, good is going to come out. It's as simple as that. It's no science. It's, it's just, yeah. Right. And I <laughs> like how you just brought up that if it's good that goes in, you're going to get good out and bad is going to produce bad. And I think we can speak to that even in the things that we may not verbalize, the things that we may not directly say. Because as you said, a lot of the 
old mentality, traditional mentality was do as I say, not as I do. But uh, I know in my experience and then in other mothers that I have talked to, we kind of start to see that we may be telling our kids one thing, but then if we're doing something opposite or our attitude is opposite of what we're saying, then we start to see these little sponges of kids that are like, okay, why are they acting like this? And then it comes to a point where you kind of have to check yourself as a parent and say, they're doing what they see me do. So my mouth may be telling them one thing and I may be feeling, exactly. I may feel like I'm putting in one thing with my mouth, but my actions are showing something else. And I know I've had a few conversations with friends and it's like, we look at them like, okay, it starts to be that mirror. And it's like, okay, I need to do some work on myself. So I think that's important to put out too that it may not always be the words because we may say, okay, we're saying all the right words, we're telling them all the right things, but if we're not acting and living in that, then we can't expect them to do that. Absolutely, 100%. Um, um, that book is far from coming up. So I'm working on a book, right? And that is the very thing that I am focusing on. And I often, even in the book that I, and I just released, that was one of the things I, I talk about is... Um, you know, I shout more than I would like to, right? Because sometimes when you tell your kid, stop, 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 they won't listen, right? So you get so mad that you say, I just said to stop. And the child responds. Naturally, that becomes a way of communication for the parent. It's not that just the child is learning. We as parents or ourselves are also learning bad behaviors. Because now when you shout, you realize that the child responds. So guess what you keep doing? You keep shouting, but look at it. After a while, what does your child start doing? Shouting back at you. Whenever they talk, they shout back. But then you say to the child, don't shout at me. But he says, well, mommy, you shout at me. Oh, my children are my mirror. Hands down. They will literally say, well, mommy, you shouted. And then, like you said, I have to catch myself. And I have, oftentimes I have to apologize because the reality is this. If you can also teach your child or children that when you do something wrong, even as an adult, you can say, I'm sorry. It's every little thing that we do that we're teaching our children is how to communicate, how to be good husbands and wife what you're supposed to expect from people, what you're not supposed to expect from people. As young as three years old, you're teaching your child or your children, if somebody you don't know calls you, what do you do? Don't go. It's, it's just across the board, it's so basic, but a lot of times as parents, we, we make it more difficult than it really needs to be, but it's very simple. Like you said, live what you preach. Let your actions speaks louder than, speak louder than your words. And we say to adults all the time, but it goes for parenting and, and dealing with children as well. After the year that almost broke us all, let's rally together with Moms Everywhere on Saturday, May 8th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. We are going to sign off from all parenting duties and log on together to watch Mother's Day Eve live with the Pump and Dump show. Take some much-deserved time for yourself. And join Band of Mothers podcast host Shayna and Tracy as they present their live comedy and music show that started the Band of Mothers movement. Original and hilarious songs, interactive games, prizes, 
validation, commiseration, and more will be live streamed in HD through Stellar Tickets. Treat yourself to this inspiring evening as Shayna and Tracy celebrate motherhood like you've never experienced with high fives for every kind of mom. Whether you would never try a cough diaper or you ate your own placenta, Band of Mothers and the Pump and Dump Show are dedicated to spreading the mom love through honesty, humor, and generosity because we're all just doing the best we can. Let's get our mom mojo back as one giant band of mothers on Mother's Day Eve. Whether you're alone in your bathtub with tea and candles or cracking champagne with your little kid besties, Mother's Day Eve with the Pump and Dump Show is your time to let loose. Someone else can wake up with your kids on Sunday morning. It's your time and it's up to you, mama. Go ahead and let's celebrate a happy Mother's Day. Click the link in the show notes to get your tickets to the Mother's Day Eve celebration live with the Pump and Dump Show now. And that is so true and how you brought up the point about apologizing. And I think that a lot of adults or parents, there's this thing or stigma, whatever you want to call it, about apologizing to kids. But I like how you broke it down, that it demonstrates that behavior that, okay, if you do something wrong, then this is what you're supposed to do. I mean, there's really nothing wrong in a situation where you're as a parent and you recognize that you may not have acted the best way or done the best thing. There's nothing wrong with going to your kids to apologize. But for some reason, I feel there has been this thought that, okay, I'm not apologizing to my kids. I don't need to apologize to my kids, but then what are we showing them if we're not owning up to when we're wrong, but then we want to go ahead and tell them, okay, when you're wrong, you need to apologize. It's like, but I see you you do the opposite. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think that is just like another important, just like teaching moment and lesson learning right there that it's okay to apologize and really just to demonstrate because we can act all we want or say the things that we want to say, but if we're not doing it, if we're not living it spiritually, however it is, if we're not living it, then we can't expect the little molds that are growing underneath of us to live the way that we want them or we're desiring for them to live if we're not demonstrating it ourselves. Yeah. And, and I like you, you like, I like the word demonstrate. You said we have to demonstrate for them. And if you think about it in a classroom, a teacher is always demonstrating to the child or children, the pupil, what they, they're supposed to do, right? Um, it's no different at home because as parents, we are teachers. We are first, we're parents, moms and dad, but we're also teachers because we're the ones who are teaching them the behaviors that you're supposed to exhibit inside the home as well as outside. But like you said, and you and I have been saying, you have to demonstrate that thing. You cannot tell the child, don't shout, don't hit, but you hit or you shout. You can't say don't curse. I mean, fortunate for us, blessing, we don't curse, we're a Christian. But a lot of times you see these kids and you see children behaving a certain way. Um, it always goes back to the home. The home is where everything starts from. And so um, you have to be mindful of the examples that you're setting in the home and knowing that your children are a reflection of you. A lot of us don't want to accept that, but the truth of the matter is our children are a reflection of us in the same way Christians should reflect Christ 
it's the same way our children should reflect their parents until they get to a place where they can reflect Christ for themselves. Because in the meantime, the parents are the first gods that they know, or the first God that they know. And that's true that we really, they are that reflection and that example that we are being. And like I said, they mirror us. So it's like, okay, if you're not, if you're not liking something that your kids are doing, then okay, perhaps you need to look and see, okay, is there, is it myself, my husband, whoever, is it an adult that is demonstrating this behavior that, okay, maybe I need to go ahead and check myself so that we can start to make a change. And I think that another part to point out is that when we're on this journey of what we're putting in is what we're going to get out. I think that pointing out the fact of, okay, things are going to happen. It's not always going to go the way that we plan. Our kids are a reflection of us, and we may see things that we don't like. We may have to start apologizing, making some changes. But I think it's important to just say that things can be changed. And yeah. it's not easy to change behaviors. It is a difficult journey to walk through but it is possible to go ahead and make that change. So when you're seeing something that perhaps you're living, you're acting out, then you see that your kids are doing it. It's like, okay, I'm telling them to do a certain, live a certain way or act a certain way. If I recognize I'm not doing that, then I can take the steps to demonstrate that behavior that I'm telling them. And then as they see me do it more, they'll want to do it more, but also recognize that it's not going to be an easy journey. But that doesn't mean that you don't try to make that change. Because as long as you're living, change is possible. Like I said, God forgives people 70 times, seven times, all of that. So here it is that we're saying that it is possible that you can start to put in those different messages. If you haven't, didn't get off to the right start, if you feel there are some things that aren't quite going right, it, you can always make that change. You can always start over. You can always begin again. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Oftentimes when I speak, it's mostly about um, marriage that I get to talk about. And so, but you made a good point in terms of the change. And I often say, be the change you want to see in your spouse. But it's the same thing that applies to our children. If the child or children are doing things that you don't like, if you look at yourself and you're honest with yourself, because oftentimes the, the, the issue comes in when parents are not honest with themselves. We just said that our children are a reflection of us, which means whatever behaviors you don't like in your child or children, if you take a look, an honest look at yourself, you will see that they learn those behaviors from you. So if you don't like it in your child, your only option then is to become the change that you want to see in your children. It's a very, very difficult topic for parents because oftentimes as parents, we don't think we need to change because we are in charge. We are the authority. I, if I tell you to do something, you're supposed to do it. If I tell you stop doing something, you are supposed to do it. I don't have to change. But the truth of the matter is, as Christians, we're called to live by example. And I think oftentimes we compartmentalize our lives and we think that this is what a parent should do. This is what a parent should do. A parent should not do that. A parent should not do this. But it shouldn't be that way. 
it's supposed to be one cohesive thing. If you want your child to do something, you are going to have to model that behavior for your child. Look at, like you mentioned earlier in the conversation, when you had young kids, you spoke in full sentences because you were modeling how you wanted your child to speak. It doesn't stop when they become four, five, six, and seven, and eight, and nine, and ten. It doesn't. You are constantly teaching them. And I think a lot of times we feel like we get to a place we need to change some things. If you're changing it for the better, yes, because you need to improve on something else. But when it comes to children and molding their little minds and their little hearts and ways and how you're supposed to do things, you have to see that oftentimes you have to become that change that you want to see in them. Because if they don't, if you're doing something that you don't like, oftentimes you're probably doing the same thing. I absolutely agree with the being the change. I think that is hard for a lot of people because like you said, you usually when you're talking about marriage and you're saying be the change that you want to see in your spouse, when it comes to that angle of dealing with other adults, it's like, well, you get to ask, why do I have to change first? Why do I have to be the one to change first? And I feel like we carry that attitude into all yes. areas of life because yes. like, why do I have to be the one? Yes. And it's like relating it to our kids. That's their little, they grow and all, but you're yes. still the adult. Even if they get older and you're not liking the behavior you see, you're still the adult. So yes. you have that power to kind of change that situation. And as I like yes. to tell people that, as uh, Richie said in the comments, we all need to change at times. So we all do need to change and you can only control your own actions. And I think that is the part that people lose sight of when it comes to wanting situations to change or wanting to do things differently, seeing different results from the things they're putting in. It's like, you can only control what you do. And then from what you do, everyone else is gonna filter out from the behavior and the things that yeah. you put out there. But when yeah. it comes down to it, if there's something in your life, and this can, this can be a broad topic, even going away <laughs> from parenting, if there's something in your life that you're not liking, you want to improve, if you take that step to start making that change, then you'll start to see it. But I think a lot of us spend so much time with our hands in other areas trying to touch everything and change everything else and not really focus where we need to be focused. Yes. Absolutely. I totally agree. I totally agree. I think, I think too, one other important thing that we have to think about is life is always changing. There's no two days that are the same. And so when you look at your, your children, um, today is the same thing with adults and children. They too are changing. And so one of the other things we have to remember is that children personalities also changes. And so they'll tell you at a certain age, that's why they have those, what is it they call those um, two-year-olds? What do they call those? Oh, the terrible twos that we're talking about? <laughs> okay. okay, so we know we have the terrible twos, right? But, but sometimes these, you have these little babies who are just outright terrible at two years old. But they get to four years old and the child completely changes, right? And everybody's thinking, wow, I can't believe that. He changed that fast. Then they get to about 10 or 14 and then they change again. Then they get to puberty and they change again. And they get to about 16, 17 and they change again. Life is always changing. So how do we change with the time and the space as parents? 
And I mean, there are tons of books that tells parents to read and study how to navigate the different stages of parenting and how you have to look at where your child is. I think one of the things I learned early on as a parent is knowing that neither one of my kids, they're all different in terms of personality and characters and stuff like that. And so I'm still working on it. Believe you me, I find parenting to be quite challenging, okay? Yeah. It's not really for me. And so I'm, that's why I say I'm always learning. But I realized that my firstborn is completely different from my secondborn. They're like night and day. And then my baby girl, she's like a mixture of the both of them. So how as parents do you navigate the changes in those personality? It's very difficult because as parents, you, you want to use the one method to train them. And the truth of the matter is, it doesn't work that way because no two kids are the same. And again, you have to find a middle ground for how you need to do the things that you're going to do for that particular child in order to get the result that that child can be the best version of, their, of themselves. Because as parents, it's what we're striving for, right? To make sure we raise little human, um, productive members of society. But we have to do the base work. The foundation has to be laid very early. And that's why I said to you, um, as early as the baby in your arm, what you're putting in is what you're gonna get out. So as they become adult, they become productive members of society. That is so true. If you are enjoying this show, feeling inspired and motivated, learning something new, or just want to show some love, please do me a favor and help me spread the word. Screenshot this episode and share your favorite takeaways in your Instagram stories. I am truly growing my Instagram and I want you there on the journey with me as we continue to grow and build. Don't forget to tag me at Lawan Moses so that I can share your share. Each time you share this show, it helps me to reach more and more moms just like you. Don't keep this greatness to yourself. Tell a mama you know about the More Than a Mother podcast today. Remember, Motherhood is a universal experience and we are all in this together. It definitely does start early. And as someone with multiple children, I can definitely attest to the fact that you have to parent each child differently. What you do with the first is not going to work with the second. And then the third is not going to work. I can just speak from that from experience that each child requires their own set of attention, their own set of things yeah. that you're going to put into them, even the own technique of how you pour into them. Yeah. They don't all receive the information or receive no. the love the same no. way. And like you said, no. parenting is challenging. My kids are getting older, <laughs> college age, almost high school, middle school. And trust me, as they continue to grow, there's always a unique set of challenges that present itself, a unique way of trying to figure out this parenting thing and really how to put in, be the best, put in the best messages, kind of change those tapes that perhaps were not the best when they were a little bit younger. Yeah. And speaking to that, just from experience, it is hard. As I said, it's hard to make that change, hard to make see things change based off of what you saw in the past and how I may have been and what they may have received from me. But I can just say being in the process and doing the process, yes, it's hard work, but you start to see a payoff and then you feel like, okay, this hard work is worth it. 
There are times where it's like, okay, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. I don't even know if this is going to work. But I know, I believe in God, the greater good. I have faith, so I know that it's going to work. But it's those things where it's just that test. And it's like, oh, God, this situation is really testing me. But I know we can change this behavior. I know we can do this. So we are just going to keep pushing forward. And as you said, life is constantly about change. It is really, truly, it's always evolving. And it's up to us to change with life. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. So I know that you mentioned that you have a book. Did you want to tell us a little bit about your book before we close? Oh, yeah. So let me just grab a copy. I keep a copy of it in my office all the time. So this is it. So the title, like I mentioned earlier, is They Change Me, The Transforming Power of Unconditional Love. And just basically what I did was... Um, I just kind of talk about the the book is written in a um in an interesting way it's an epistolary novel is what it's called and so basically there is a section where it's letters i call them love letters love letters written to my husband my children their future spouse and to god but the book is more than just a letter it's a place where um i was able to express myself through writing that I was not able to express verbally. And so when I mentioned that, you know, I had to learn along the way. Parenting and being a wife was has been a learning experience for me. And so um, I had to learn to navigate and trust God from a place of, I call it desperation and brokenness, um, because I had just kind of give up on, I gave up on God. I was just like, like you said, what's the sense in trying if it's not changing? But um, mm-hmm. it was not until I got to a place where I realized that there was no change that mm-hmm. I could make on my own that would be successful. And then I realized that the only way I am going to be the mom that God has called me to be or the mm-hmm. wife that God has called me to be is that I have to learn to trust God completely. Not 50%, mm-hmm. not 80%. 100% and the book came out of that realization where I finally got to a place where I just kind of threw my hands in the air and I'm just like I'm done I gave up I can't do this on my own you're gonna have to take this wheel I don't want to drive anymore I keep crashing I keep crashing I keep crashing <laughs> so I just gave God the wheel I gave him the steering I gave him the car I pretty much gave him everything <laughs> Surrender, yes, for power completely. of surrender, yes. Completely, and so the book came came out as a result of that, and just finally getting to a place where I learned to love myself as God loved me, as God loves me, and I think um, I didn't really understand that for many, many years, and um, I call people, I struggled with the um, the enemy of perfectionism, and I believe that I had to be a certain way in order to be loved. And then God says, nah, I already died for you. Perfection only comes from me. There's nothing that you can do for me to love you because I've already loved you and died for you. And so that's kind of basically, mm-hmm. it's just kind of getting to a place where you um, you love Christ more than you love yourself and you desire change more than your issues that you're facing and so i got to that place and that is that is so powerful in that place of surrender it is 
it breaks you. It You are truly broken, and I can't yeah. do it anymore. But once you get to that place of surrender, you throw your hands up and you give it all to God and start to walk in faith. That is truly such a peaceful, content, just really empowering place to be, knowing that God has it all under control. And I feel like that is a whole other conversation we could have on a whole other day. Just thank you. I know mom life happens. I thank you, Sharina, for joining me. We will continue our conversation. And good thing, hey, it's mom life. This is why I do the things that I do. Hey, what are we going to do? But I feel we had a great conversation about parenting and what we put in is what we get out. And I just thank you for joining me. And we will have to do this again. Yes. All right. Thank you very much. Do you want immediate access to new episodes, products, events, and freebies? Join the More Than a Mother community today. Head on over to LawanMoses.com. That's www.lawannmoses.com and join my community today. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, leave a review, and most importantly, share this episode with all of your mom friends. Let's continue to grow our mom community and support each other. Remember, together, we've got this.